You are listening to the Heart of Tradition podcast. Hello, wanted to do a little podcast today on dairy allergy, lactose intolerance, I guess they're separate, but, um, and magnesium. Um... One of the things that's hardly ever said about magnesium is its viscosity, its natural viscosity that it brings into the cells through um, its water-bearing capacity. The magnesium chloride molecule um, brings this water-bearing capacity in this kind of dry oil type of viscosity, but it's not like a completely um, um, smooth um, viscosity. There's like a slight perfected quantization or traction viscosity, you could call it. Um, and so it's like little teeny bit gritty, but this allows for the proper and exact movements of parts of the body, including the the, the cell platelets and, and, I mean, the blood platelets as they travel through the, the veins and everything has this kind of need to be smooth but like not overly smooth like in the case of leukemia and like the blood cells becomes overly smooth so this viscosity kind of mirrors this this interesting traction viscosity which allows for the right amount of stickiness and so this right amount of, of stickiness is really important when it comes to allergies and including the dairy allergy it, because all the allergies are proteic in nature um so, well, I'm speaking French, proteic, but anyway, uh, protein, I don't know how to say it in English, they're all from the protein um, part of um, nutrition, and so the protein part of the molecule itself is going to be the sticky part, and so that part, um, it's not the fat, right? The fat's not sticky, so it's this part um, that has the, not only is it sticky, but it also has the, the DNA. It has more DNA in it. Fats have less and less of the DNA of a given substance. The protein has the highest. And so protein is more the expression of whatever that thing is, cow, pig, whatever. And so um, so this, this protein is allowed to stick to the walls of the enterocytes and so this is creating like a, almost like dishes when you try to wash the dishes and you get sugar on there and kind of gets sticky and you have to bring something to wash it off or whatever. So um, this idea that the, that the viscosity comes in there and helps this, this system, if there's intracellular magnesium at the right levels, which is not the case in 99% of people today uh, due to the soil deficiency, due to losing our traditions of transdermal, meaning the bath and cure in Roman spa waters and even the hot springs movement of America that used to exist is barely exists anymore. So um, all of this kind of understanding of the skin and its role in all of this and even its role as a future remedy, meaning a backup system, when this, rem- when this system isn't working well to extract, I mean, we were way suboptimal when it comes to extracting this magnesium from our foods at this point because of the other deficiencies. We, che- we keep trying to heal our deficiencies going one shot, vitamin D, calcium, you know, it's, but it's a synergy. That's the only way to do it. You have to do all at once. And so, um, and with the right foods, not, you know, with sacred foods like cod liver oil and emu oil for the K2, cod liver oil for the vitamin A and D, but not generic stuff. This is like fermented cod liver oil. This is not stuff you can buy. I mean, you can't buy it at the store. You have to order it online. 
and they're more of a sacred kind of food and so and then the magnesium so we have to start understanding these things in a threefold way and not just as one individual thing each time you know it's like you it's like uh, i think there's a french expression the guy points at the moon and you stare at the hand or the finger you know we, we're staring at the finger and he's pointing at the moon so there's a bigger picture and um so um, this viscosity plays a key role in a lot of the allergy um, regulation and control because we always talk about how uh, magnesium can regulate these basophils and uh, macrophage and the granulocytes and this, this kind of innate immune system is also helped by magnesium and regulated. But what we don't say is what's the mechanics of it? And the mechanics have a lot to do with this viscosity. It also has to do with minerals themselves and how they repel bacteria and their distribution throughout the structures of the body. That's well-distributed executive. But the viscosity comes in on top of that. It's like the permanent side of having the right amount of magnesium over time builds these nice tissues that have uh, well-distributed minerals if, of the right amount built into them, uh, bones, etc. You know, otherwise bones get brittle, right? If there's not enough magnesium in there to, to give it that flexibility, it's just the hard calcium. So it comes in as a buffer and like a balancing effect. So this same thing applies to the cellular level and, and and it also applies to, okay, so this is the permanent fixture, and then you have the viscosity which comes in, which can be done quick, more quickly, I guess you could say, because it doesn't, you don't have to wait years for the structure to rebuild, but it can be happening alive. So you have these two components of magnesium. One is like acquired over time, and the other one can happen now, where we start healing with the viscosity that we can get to our inter, intercellular, intracellular tissues now. So we want to use this um, feature, and it helps this the body to not overly stick in any way, meaning like from the blood. I mean, one of the interesting things about magnesium in the blood is that the platelets were able to offload and onload oxygen so we can that oxygen can be delivered uh, because there's less of a sticky bond. The bond is 25,000 times less sticky, for example. And so that allows for a proper, I guess, a right-sized kind of stickiness where, and, you know, we know that magnesium is blood thinner and everything else, natural blood thinner. So it's that same idea. Um, I mean, it works through thromboxane and, and to lower the blood platelets, and we know it's role in inflammation and everything else. But these are all tying into that. They're tying into that viscosity and that, that dry oil kind of natural um, viscosity there. Um, and so that water-bearing capacity that magnesium has, which gives it that viscosity, allows it at the cellular level to allow the tissues to not overly be contaminated, be stuck to, or be penetrated, or, you know, because in, in a way there's a penetration there. Once it gets stuck, then you pull things off, and then there's holes. And So this is, this is how magnesium helps to keep that at bay. So we have to know about these things. And, um, and so this is just like a little kind of no-brainer, but it, it, it's something that's very important when it comes to magnesium, understanding magnesium and allergies. Not only the, the well-done studies on asthma and, and, you know, they use magnesium, they nebulize it uh, for asthma, even in acute situations. So they know what it does, the bronchodilation, opening up the smooth mu muscle dilation. So these are all things that help the gut in a general way, but then also on the specific um, this helps the, 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 the lactose and the other proteins, casein and other proteins, to become less sticky in that same environment. Of course, you have to heal those proteins themselves. Like, you have to change the dairy you buy, and you have to, you know, sometimes buy a lot of imports, and or sometimes you have to get, 
you know, like some good dairy that works is like uh, Swiss cheese if you can get it from Switzerland with the big holes. It's been fermented a little bit, so it so it's a little easier to digest. Very acidic yogurt, not these kind of yogurts you buy in general yogurts, but or like kefir kind of yogurts that you make yourself. Very acidic kind of tasting. Not that I'm for acidity in a general way, but these are the types of yogurts if you are going to use them. And um, yeah, those two products right there in raw milk or or you can make curds in whey and have it ferment and that'll take it that extra process of nature. You can leave it out for a few days and do it naturally. And so um, that process will actually allow for a better the two or three dairy products, including butter. The butter should always be there, but especially high iodine imported butter is what only thing I usually get. But um, and the iodine that comes through the taste, you'll be able to just taste the butter alone and you'll be able to start feeling what butter is good and, and what's just generic and neutral. And that's, that's not what we're looking for. So, um, so all these things put together, you can find some dairy products that work. Um, but the, 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 the key is to have the magnesium up at a high level. Now, of course, magnesium, calcium, vitamin D, all those things work together. So you're going to want to find like the threefold remedy. You can look that up on our other podcast to get the full synergy. But uh, as far as the magnesium, it's the limiting factor in all of it. Um, so anyway, if that could be of service to anyone, so be it. And uh, hopefully you have, if you suffer from these allergies and, and intolerance deficiencies, you'll find your way back to healthy foods that nature created for us instead of having to forego all of these foods. And maybe for a time, yes, or for a second, but we have to figure out what's broken and then come back to it. There is a way back. Um, and different dosage in different ways. I mean, for me, I have a difficulty with milk and, and, and dairy products, and so I, I found some raw milk, but I found a very amazing raw milk, which is very high iodine, and it's the most tastiest milk people have ever drank, and so that's why when I, whenever they taste it, they're like, wow, you know? And then I add vanilla to that to help with the, the iodine cofactors in, in assimilating, because I need that for my thyroid, despite the fact that my thyroid resists those things. It doesn't like the the milk per se, but it needs what the milk has in it, that that bioavailable vitamins, minerals, and, and iodine especially that's in there. So sometimes we need these things more than we don't need them. I mean, more than, you know, more harm. It's like there's a little harm, a little allergy, a little something, but we need it more than we don't, that we can push it off. So, um, so yeah, knowing all that can help you find the right products and, you know, of course, GAPS diet and, and doing like a lot of broth and herring and other foods can help you get your calcium in another way, seafoods and things like that, and iodine, um, if you can't go the dairy route for a while and you have to heal or whatever. So um, if you're into, um, come check us out at theheartoftradition.com, check out the, the products we sell, and check out the magnesium. So it's the best you can find, and uh, stay tuned for that. When it comes to magnesium, always get the right stuff. Do not go cheap in this area. There's a lot of stuff out there that's a dollar fifty a week, um, and we're three dollars a week, so you could say it's double the price. But um, a lot there's a lot of fake stuff out there, even stuff that's pretending to be Zechstein. It's called ancient Zex, Permian, genuine Zechstein. There's all sorts of labels out there, and they're self-certified. And the only real official um, seal that you could find from the Vendam, which is a city in Holland from which this natural salt pillow formation is, where you find this natural state magnesium chloride stone called Bishafit in large quantity, is um, um, 
using the logo Zechstein inside. So if the Zechstein inside logo doesn't appear, is not on the bottle, it's not from the city of, and it's not the real thing, it's not even from Holland. So there's a lot of fake imports, they can't, the word Zechstein can't be controlled, so there's a lot of fake UPS, USP, uh, pharmaceutical grade, and all these different companies, Spray, and Permian, and Trans uh, Ancient, and you see these different labelings, and they're um, using the word Zechstein abusively, so the only way to guarantee the right thing is probably to spend a little bit more. The thing is, is it's not that expensive. It's three bucks a week to, to knock out the number one deficiency in the world, and so it's not something that we should play with just getting super cheap on. It's kind of like getting really cheap on our salt and eggs and milk and bread and things like that that are so basic. We want to spend money in these areas to where we can ensure a better product because when it's not coming from the Zechstein inside and that logo's not on the bottle, um, first off it's solvent extracted, it's chemically treated and so therefore it's not the same at the molecular level as far as chelation, uptake, bonding, conjugation and all these other membrane transport and connectivity and calcium channel blocking, all the things that magnesium can do um, are limited um, by the fact that it's been chemically treated and it's no longer, I guess you could say sticky. It's sticky as a substance no matter what they do with it, but it's no longer sticky and um, to a molecular level and able to chelate and make those bonds and conjugations in the right way. So you want to get something that's right, done right by nature um, and pure. And so this guarantees that. Not only does it guarantee that, but it also guarantees that people aren't mixing some good stuff with some bad stuff and then selling that as Zextine or whatever because as soon as the label, the, the logo is not on the bottle, you can't rescan that bottle and tell what it is. So there's a way to just keep this fakery going. And so we want to try to find the right stuff. I guess most people, it's not that they're all malintentioned, but it's just that there's a there's a, this kind of lack of consciousness around the fact that magnesium, well, it's all the same, it's just a mineral, do what you want with it, but it's not. And so the same with milk, the same with bread, everything is different. You just can't say pasteurized like milk from these industrialized cattle is the same as small Jersey cattle, raw milk, and so it's just worlds apart. And so don't be fooled. So get the right stuff. That's for the first part. The second part is it's in glass. So if you want the right stuff, get it in glass. These glass blue bottles, and this is the signature series of, of the Zechstein inside um, as far as that type of quality that we could use to make sure the product has no endocrine disruptors, no chemical uh, microplastic leaching into the product, and then that, once again, going into the body. Now, you don't want that in the body because we're trying to get those out of the body, and magnesium conjugations help pull that out of the body through enzymes, and so we don't want to bring some in at, at the molecular level on that same molecule. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. So. Do the right thing, get it done right, and 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 get the right price point. Twenty-five bucks for two months is very cheap, and it's a good price point to to cover the deficiency of the century, basically. So, come check us out at theheartoftradition.com and get your own.